You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Um, good evening, good day, good night, whatever time it is, wherever you are. We are so honored and delighted that you have decided to join us one more time. Tonight's topic, Seeking the Face of God. Seeking the Face of God. We'll be coming from Second Chronicles, the 7th chapter, and the 14th verse. But again, I do, this is Minister Vanessa Williams. I do count the privilege to be part of a wonderful network of brothers and sisters called When Christians Speak Talk Radio, our founder, Reverend Ray Rose. You know, we expect people's lives to be changed in such a way that you'll go out and help somebody else, you know, to make a difference in someone else's life. The title of tonight's program, um, His Abounding Grace, was taken from Romans 5.20, where the scripture says, Whereover... Moreover, the law enters that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. We're going to go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for giving us another opportunity to serve you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for giving us another opportunity to hear your word, Lord God, and that we would not just hear it, Father, but we would go out and do what you instructed us to do, Father. Lord, I ask right now that I would decrease, that you would increase, and you'll get all the honor, glory, and praise, and that people will receive your word, Lord God. Their hearts and minds will be open to receive everything you have for them, Lord God, and that you will get the glory in all of it, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because your word says when it goes out, it will not return unto you, Lord that it would go out and accomplish that which you have purposed for it to accomplish. So we thank you for that right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, because you're worthy to be praised. Amen, amen. Well, again, this is Minister Vanessa, and we're talking about seeking the face of God. Second Chronicles 7.14 reads, If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's what God's telling us tonight. You know, we live in such a world that there's so much chaos going on. There's so much division going on. There's so much confusion and discourse going on. But I still believe the word of God. What about you? I believe that we come together and we do what the word tells us to do. And we're going to break down that scripture in a little bit. But if we come together with humility and pray, seek his face, not so much his hand, but his face. And in return to my wicked ways, that means to truly repent. I believe the word of God when it says that he will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and this land will be healed. 
first let me start off by saying that when I use the expression seeking the face of God, basically it describes what Matthew 6.33 says. So Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added. So we're going to talk about that kingdom in a little bit. You know, when you forget about yourself, when you forget about your own desires, when you forget about your own treasures, which are here today and gone tomorrow, when you get to the point where you are truly seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness the first time, then you're seeking God's faith, God's plan for your life, God's direction for your life, God's will for your life that please the Father. Scripture reminds us in Psalms, the 37th chapter, and the fourth verse that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our hearts. But that's the condition there. We need to seek his faith first. We need to seek his faith. We need to delight ourselves in the Lord to do those things that are pleasing to him. Let me give you something to chew on, give you something to think about. I heard someone mention, well, a long time ago, I heard someone mention that when you seek the hand of God, you're asking him to do something for you. You're asking him to please you. But when you are seeking his faith, when you're seeking the faith of God, you're asking him to show you what you can do that pleases him. And when I heard that years ago, I can't remember when, but years ago, I got to think about that. You know, prayer is a two-way communication, you know. But God doesn't just want us to come to him asking him for stuff. He wants us to seek his desires to delight ourselves in him, you know. And to ask this question anytime we are confronted with anything, what would Jesus do? Well, if we ask this question in every situation that presents itself to us, you will be training yourself to seek the face of God. You see, when you seek the face of God, you're seeking his will for your life. You will be building a relationship that where you are confident that no matter what, your needs are already met through Christ Jesus. When you are seeking his faith, you're seeking his will for your life. First John 5.14 says, and this is the confidence that I have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. His will, that's his word. And how are you going to know what his will is if you don't read his word? How will you know what his will is if you don't read his word? We're talking about pure and unselfish prayer going to the Father with a clean heart. The power of prayer can only be manifested in its fullness when you go to God with a pure heart. When you have no unforgiveness in your heart, when you have no selfish motive, David tells us in Psalms 51, verse to the third verse, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Watch me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. David goes on to say, for I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. I believe we need to do this on a daily basis. Where are you in Christ? Are you seeking his face? Are you asking him to wash you thoroughly from your iniquity and to cleanse you from your sins? Are you acknowledging him in everything that you do? Are you living with any unforgiveness towards anyone? Do you seek God and ask him to clean you, to cleanse your heart 
like David did? You know, when you sing songs like, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, I want to know you, do you really? Do you really want to know him? Think about that. Psalms 139, the 23rd and 24th verse says, search me, O God. Do you want him to search you? And know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, when you ask God to search you with humility, you better know what you're asking for. Because when he searches you, he's going to reveal those things through his spirit that are not pleasing to him. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to know you. If you are sincere about this, if you truly want to know him, then your desire is to only do the things that please him. When this happens, seeking his face will become a daily lifestyle. It will become natural to you. You won't have to think about it. The first thing you need to do in any situation is say, Jesus, what would you do? What would you do? To truly want to know him, we have to go to him with a clean, pure heart. Talking about God who made heaven and earth, I'm really speaking the word, let there be. We're talking about our Heavenly Father here. Do you know exactly who God is? Mm, I want you to think about that thing. Psalms 94, chapter the 8 to 11, verse says, Understand, ye brutish among the people, and ye fools, when will ye be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? Talking about God. He who formed the eye, shall he not see? He who chastised the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teaches man knowledge, shall he not know? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. We're talking about God who knows everything. Psalms 100 says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We are his sheep. And as a shepherd watches over his sheep, he cares for us. All he asks is that we seek his kingdom and his righteousness first. That's seeking his faith, spending quality time with him. For he truly desires to give us so much more, and he asks for so little in return. We're talking about the one who, according to Psalm 14th chapter, in the second verse, looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and said, God. Verse 3 says, they are all gone aside. They're all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Talking about the one who couldn't find anyone to cover for the sins of man. So what did he do? He wrapped himself up in his son and came down to earth himself just for us. He didn't tell us we would understand it all. He didn't tell us we would understand the Trinity, God the Father, wrapped up in God the Son, wrapped up in God the Holy Spirit. But what he did tell us to do is to trust him. He who through his son took on the sins of the world so that we wouldn't have to ask for so little in return. He who made us in his own likeness, perfect, and wanting nothing. And all he asks is that we seek his kingdom and his righteousness. You see, it's not hard through Christ Jesus. We make it hard. Rushing about our daily lives, rushing right into each day, forgetting to pause and say, thank you, Lord, for one more day. It's not hard through Christ Jesus. 
we make it hard. When we don't take the time to acknowledge him in everything that we do, when we don't stop and think, what would Jesus do? We make it hard ourselves. How many of us have rushed into making bad decisions because we never sought his faith? How many of us have kept under the gospel week after week, knowing that we are not yielding the right away to his Holy Spirit, that we are not walking in his way, that we are not walking in his love, all because we're not seeking his faith, all because we're truly not seeking his faith? How many of us, even right now, as you listen to me, are thinking about events that occurred during the day, perhaps something you heard on the news, or perhaps something that happened on your job, how many of us make the same mistakes over and over again, and then we allow guilt to rob us of our joy instead of going to God and saying, Lord, I'm sorry, I didn't come to you first. Oh, but I thank God for second chances. What about you? I thank God for one more opportunity to get, to get it right. One more opportunity, not because of any goodness on my part, not because of anything that somebody owes us, but because he is good because he is kind, because he is gracious, because he is merciful. His grace and mercy. Do you seize the opportunity to make it right, or do you think there's always tomorrow? Have you gotten too comfortable that you just turn a deaf ear and close your eyes to anything and everything goes? Do you take his grace for granted? Do you still believe that God and his word are one? Do you make any attempts to strengthen your personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ? Talking about building a personal relationship, do you fully recognize that seeking his faith involves having a personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ? You know, if we did, we would go to God in prayer just like a child goes to a parent, asking and believing that his parent has his best interest at heart, not trying to manipulate not trying to manipulate, but going to God. You know, those of us who are parents, wouldn't it be nice if our children came to us and we didn't have to think about what do they want? We just think about they just want to spend some time with us. You, you maybe just wait and say, okay, what is it he wants this time? But then he says, Mom, I just want to spend some time with you. I just want to hear your voice. I just want to see what you think about this. I'm not asking you for anything right now. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you, seeking God first. Matthew 6, chapter 19, verse says, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust does corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor dust does corrupt, where thieves do not break through nor steal. Therefore, take no thought about what you shall eat or what you shall drink or whether you sh how you shall be clothed. For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows what you have need of. But the 33rd verse says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. You see, when you honor God's word that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you'll find that all other things will be added. All other things will be added. God's promises. God tells us to seek humility. Second Chronicles, again, if my people who are called by my name, whose name we're talking about? God's name. Humble yourself and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. Lord, we need 
killing in our land right now when he wants us to come together and seek his face, turn from our wicked ways, pray. Then he will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. That's seeking his face. That's seeking his face. When you obey the word of God, you see the power of prayer manifested in your life. When Jeremiah 29, chapter in the 12th and 13th verses, then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when? When you search for me with all your heart. That's seeking his face. When you obey the word of God, when you truly seek his face, and everything that you do, then you have confidence when you go to God in prayer. You have confidence, and then Mark 11th chapter will become real to you. In the 24th verse, where it says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, when you pray, believe that you shall receive them, and you shall. When you obey the word of God, you shall obtain victory. Line up with the word of God, and you will always be seeking his faith. Seeking his faith. John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So you see, when you go to God and through his word, you're seeking God. And when you your life lies up with his word, you'll seek those things that please him. When you allow the word of God to be the foundation for your prayer life and your fellowship with him, you're seeking his faith. How many believe that God does honor his word, that he stands by his promises? The word of God tells us there's no good thing he will withhold from us if we walk upright. Are you seeking God's faith? What is your desire today? When you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, will you trust him in all your ways and lean not to your own understanding? My Bible tells me that we need to crucify the flesh. For if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. And in order to do this, we must take on all the characteristics are the fruit of the Spirit. What are the fruit of the Spirit? We want time and I allow us to break down each of these, but we know love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Those are in Galatians, the fifth chapter. For if these are the fruit of God's Holy Spirit, then they are included in the kingdom of God. Seek God's face. Ephesians Sixth chapter in the 13th verse says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand in the evil day, and have done all that seek in his faith. Stand therefore, having your Lord girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We're talking about Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the 14th to the 17th verse. And the 16th verse says, above all, taking on the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked. And the 17th verse says, and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. So if you're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you'll be well equipped to come boldly before the throne, asking for all other things. So I want to pause for a minute. You remember when we go to God in prayer, we acknowledge our need and dependence on him. As our father, he wants us to come to him to acknowledge who he is. Give him praise. Worship him because of who he is. Don't rush right into it. Seek his faith, Lord God. 
What is it you would have me to do this day? What is it you would have me to do concerning this situation? Seek his face. Ask him to direct you to a scripture. Seek his face. Be encouraged and know that there's hope and that your hope lies within Christ. Seek his face. Remember, God is faithful concerning his promises. James 4th chapter says, ask him. James 4th chapter says, yet you don't ask because you don't believe. And yet the reason you don't have what the one is that you don't ask God for it. And Brother James says, third verse of the fourth chapter, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that it may be consumed upon your lust. And even when you do ask, you don't get it because your whole aim is wrong. You only want those things that please you. So is your motive right? Is your motive right? Are you coming to him into the sincere heart? Is your motive right? Are you seeking his faith? Why go to God in prayer? Why go to God in prayer? Because his word instructs us to. Look the 18th chapter and the first verse. Jesus spake a parable to them to this end. The men are always to pray and not faint. They're always to pray and not faint. There is a story here in the 18th chapter of, the, of uh, Luke. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto that judge saying, avenge me of my adversary. And the judge wouldn't. But you see, she kept going to him daily, kept coming back to him. He got tired of her coming back to him, you know. He didn't fear God. He didn't fear her. But he got tired of her coming back to him and troubled him. So the fifth verse says, because this will have troubled him, he said, I'll avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wearied me. Jesus continued in verses 6 and 7, hear what the unjust judge says. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, so he bear along with them? Talking about the power of prayer. How many know that prayer changes things? Prayer changes things. How many know that something happens in the spiritual world when you pray? We're talking about seeking the face of God. I don't know what you're going through this evening. I don't know what you've been going through. But I do know that God is faithful concerning his promise. I don't know what, what state of mind you are in right now, but I do know he wants you to renew your, his mind by focusing on those things that are of God. I don't know where you are right now concerning your health, but I do know his words there that he desires that our souls prosper and be in good health, even as I, that our bodies um, be in good health, even as our souls prosper. I don't know where you are, but I know God is faithful concerning his many promises. I know he's faithful concerning his many promises. And so I just want to encourage you this evening to hang on in there. Seek his face first. Make a difference in your prayer life by seeking his face. Go to God. And know God is faithful. He'll always be there with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He stands ready, but he wants you to come to him. I have a story that I want to read to you. And it's um, actually, it's from one of my, it's from my first book that I, I, I wrote in on last year, and I want you just to read it to you. I'm not going to paraphrase it. And, um, and I'll read it, and then I'll just share something else with you, okay? Um, gazing at her friend, she believes God would be well pleased with her response. Remember this, God has not left you. This is a time where you must draw on the reservoir of strength like you have never, ever drawn on before. Just like you need physical food to survive, now more than ever, you will also need to rely on spiritual food to get through this ordeal, to get through this storm. 
I know you may not want to hear this right now. And yes, I know this may sound like a broken record, but drawing upon these scriptures will give you the strength you so desperately need. My friend, this is the time when you will need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. This is the moment when you need to remember in all your ways you need to acknowledge God and allow him to direct your path. Always remember what God tells us in his word. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. I get it. I get it. It might feel as if you are at the end of the rope, but I want to remind you that you're not. Be strong in the Lord and tie not and hold on. You ask where God is in all of this. And I'm talking to somebody this evening. You say, sister, where is God in all of this? I know God is faithful. He's where he's always been. He desires for you to come to him. He desires for you to seek his faith. I was just reading to you from one of the books he allowed me to publish last year, and he allowed me to publish the second book, which is a sequel, um, just a few weeks ago. And you can be able to find my book. It's on Amazon. I'm just putting a plug in because I believe that it's going to bless someone um, to just encourage you to seek God first, not man, but to seek God first. So if you just plug it, go to Amazon, just put my name in there, you, you'll, you'll be able to um, access the book and you'll be able to read a little bit about it. But I share all that with you to tell you that God is not flat concerning his promises. God is not flat concerning his promises. He's faithful. He's just. And he wants you to know that he's always going to be there waiting for you to seek him, waiting for you to seek his will. Praise God because he's righteousness. Praise God because he's faithful. Praise God because he is the one who made us all. He will be with you through every test and trial, and he will allow you to go through there. He will allow you to because he's the one that will strengthen you. How many know that if God is for you, he's more than the world against you? It doesn't matter how big you think your problem is. It doesn't matter how strong the enemy may look to you. It doesn't matter what man's report may be. It doesn't matter what the doctor's report may be. If you're in God's army, the battle is already won, and you didn't need to lift a hand to fight it. You see, God is faithful. He's faithful. And I just don't know why I keep saying that, because somebody needs to hear that he's a faithful God. He's a faithful God concerning his promises. Seek his faith. Whose faith are you seeking? Turn around and know that God is faithful. He's our Father. In heaven, his how his name is holy. The a word of God says in Peter's first chapter, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. You say you want to be more like God, seek his faith. John 4, chapter 24, verse says, God is the spirit, and he that worships him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Talking about seeking the faith of God. But in order to truly understand what this means, you've got to take time to learn something about the Father. You've got to take time to learn something about our provider. You've got to take time to learn about this one who's most powerful, our creator. You want to seek his faith? You want to know what his desires are for your life? Read his word. You want to know who he is? He's omnipresent. He is omnipotent, omnipresent all the time. Seek his faith. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is El Shaddai, God Almighty, the one who nourishes, satisfies, supplies, and strengthens us. He is the keeper of your soul. He is 
the Prince of Peace. Sometimes you may seem like there's so much going on around you. And this might be the time that God wants you to stand still. Be still. Listen and hear his quiet song forth say, be still. You're not alone. I said I would never leave you nor forsake you. That I would be with you always, even until the end of time. God is faithful. He's a God who's a prince of peace. He is faithful. God is faithful concerning his promises. He is our rock. And because he's our rock, you don't need to worry about the storms of life. Yes, they're going to come. They're going to come. But this is when you need to rely on that reservoir of strength like you never had before. God is faithful. He's protector against the storms of life. There is victory in seeking his faith, knowing that the throne of grace is only a breath away. Psalms 145, the 18th and 19th verse says, The Lord is nigh concerning all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will say that he is close to all who call upon him. He fulfills the desires of those who reference him. Do you reference him? Do you believe God's word? My sister, do you believe God's word? The Bible tells us he will fulfill the desires of those that fear him. Do you fear him? Do you reference him? Do you know just who God is? Don't you know there's a battle constantly going on in the spirit world? the battle of good and evil. But this is where sometimes you just got to pray your way through. Sometimes you got to worship and praise your way through. See, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. So don't you give up. Don't you give up. As I come to a close, don't you give up. Know that God is faithful concerning all his many promises. Seek his faith. Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Lord, which direction do you want me to go? Shall I go left or shall I go right? Lord, I don't want to be selfish. I want to forget about my own selfish desires, so how can I please you today? Lord, I want to seek your face. For the word of God tells me there is a way to seem right to man, but the way thereof is destruction. Lord, I want to seek your face. So please put me on the path to righteousness, the path that leads to eternal peace. Lord, help me to not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Lord, I want that eternal peace talking about that peace that only comes from God, a gift of God. Philippians 4th chapter, the 6th and the 7th verse says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Submit yourself to this peace means to understand no matter what you're going through, my brother, no matter what you're going through, my sister, no matter how often you may be tempted to go off course, no matter. Just know that God is still in control, and you have everything you need already built in. So whose report will you choose to believe, my sister? Whose report will you choose to believe? God is faithful concerning his promises. God is faithful. Praise him. Praise him when you don't feel like it. Praise him and worship him when you don't feel like it. God is faithful, and he wants us to seek his faith. He wants us to trust him in spite of the circumstances, in spite of whatever you may be going through right now. Lean not to your own understanding. Trust him and know that he's with you. Matthew 6, chapter, and the sixth verse is, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, 
for they shall be filled. He wants us to hunger and thirst after him, after his word. For the word of God tells us that his word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts going and coming. Seek his face. Seek his face. His word is true. Psalms 27, chapter 6 and 8, verse says, And now, and David says, And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of praise. Hmm. Sacrifices of praise. Hear, O Lord, when I cry my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. You seek my face. My heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Can you say, as David said, when you said, talking to the Lord, seek my face, my heart says to you, Lord, your face will I seek. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked way, then shall I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal this land. Lord God, our land needs healing right now. Lord God, our land needs healing right now. Let us come to him with humility and seek in his face. And I know that some of you, what I've said may be foreign to you, because perhaps you don't know this God I've been talking about. Perhaps you don't have that personal relationship with him. But I tell you that it's not too late. If you're hearing this message, just know that he stands ready with open arms to welcome you home. If you're not saved, if you have not repented of your sins and accepted him into your heart, if you are not 100% sure that you have been eternity into heaven right now, it's not too late. Just listen carefully. John 14, 6, Jesus speaking here. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts 4, chapter 12, verse says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord? Romans 10, 9 says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It's so simple to admit to God with a pure heart that you're a sinner. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Just be willing to turn from your sins. That's to repent. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that he was buried and rose again. Amen. From the dead. Romans 10.10 10 says, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Through prayer, you can invite Jesus to your heart right now to become your personal Savior. For Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you repeat this prayer after me right now, you can join us in the note that the angels in heaven will be rejoicing over one repentant soul who cries out to Jesus. So right now, wherever you are, all you got to do is repeat this prayer. Dear Lord, I am a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sin. I am willing to turn from sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart and my life 
as my personal Savior. That's it. If you did that, if you trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, guess what? You have begun a wonderful, brand-new life in Christ. Read your Bible daily to get to know him better. Spend some time with him. Get to know him and build that personal relationship with him and know that I'm rejoicing with you. We are rejoicing with you right now. And then just study his word continually. Seek his faith, not my will, but your will, Lord God. You have begun a beautiful life in Christ, and we applaud you right now because God has welcomed you home. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your word that's gone out. We thank you, Lord God, that you said in your word, when it goes out, it will not return unto you empty-handed. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that a heart has been touched, the ears have listened, Lord God, and that they just won't listen, but they'll go out and do what you've instructed, Lord God. Lord, turn our, turn our hearts to you more, Father, that we would desire what you desire for us, Lord God, that we would seek your faith, that we would delight in you in all of our hearts, Lord God, and that we would trust you, Lord God, even when times get harder, that we'll trust you and lean not to our own understanding. Lord, I thank you for all those who have listened, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, they will hold this word close to their hearts, Lord God. I thank you, Father, because you are good and you're kind and you're faithful, Lord God, concerning your many promises. And, Lord, we thank you. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise because it all belongs to you. You're worthy. You're worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Go with God and expect something wonderful to happen to you. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. This is just a reminder. Kiss Abound and Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray is the first, the second, and the fourth Fridays at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Pastor Ray is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Norena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McIlwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the body of one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour 3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with Ray Rose, Antonio Mitchell, Tyrone Rose, Cleophus Malone, and Esther Green is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The SS code is 732-4. Amen. Also, I want to remind you of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry broadcast. We broadcast every third Friday at 7 p.m. Our hosts are Renee Malone, Ray Rose, Hope Williams, Robert Waring, Maggie Wilson, and Felicia Shears. 
we're excited about this group of people, of singers coming together and speak and say what does says the Lord. We also have the more newest broadcast called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth. And then what air on the second and the fourth Monday of the month at 8 p.m. is led by Minister Carmen A. Booker. And we appreciate her coming on and being new to the family. Amen. We want to encourage you to go and check out our website of When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. And on that, you can find a little bit more about the different hosts and a little bit more about uh, what we got going on, some of the previous broadcasts and platforms that you use. Also, you will be able, if you would like to sow a seed or a donation into the ministry, you can do that now by clicking on Donate Now. I thank you for your time, and again, I thank you for listening to When Christmas Beat Talk Radio. God bless you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.